0: The broadcast is now starting. All attendees are in listen-only mode. Welcome once again everyone to Conversations with Carlton, a podcast of the Texas Economic Development Council. Today we are delighted to have Joe Newman uh, visit with us, spend some time with us on this podcast. Joe is one of the most important figures in the history of the Texas Economic Development Council, and we've got a lot to talk about today. So first of all, welcome, Joe, glad to have you.
1: Thank you, thank you. It's an honor and a privilege.
0: Joe, um, like most of us, um, you uh, you got into economic development uh, in a circuitous way. Uh, <laughs> I know that uh, You've done all kinds of things. Just uh, looking at your background, uh, you, you've had just this marvelous career uh, in the private sector, in the public sector, in the not-for-profit sector, um, kind of all over the place. And and, and it's really, really, uh, I think, enriched your life and enriched your career. Um, but tell us how you got uh, more... more uh, Succinctly, how you got into our world, and I believe you did that through uh, through some years working in chambers of commerce. Yes, sir.
1: This goes back a long ways because I'm old. But uh, the the way I got in, um, I was working for a newspaper. I was advertising director for the Ennis Daily News in beautiful Ennis, Texas. And um, uh, my publisher was just an outstanding person. He believed that. Uh, his workers should be involved in civic clubs and different things. And, and so I joined the optimist club and the J.C.s since he was a line and our editor was a him. And, and so through the work of the JC's, especially the JC's, which used to be called the junior chamber of commerce. And we mm-hmm. met in, in the chamber office, um, uh, their own main street and, and, uh, in this, and I worked my way up through the ladder and, and became president of the JC's and that automatically put me a position on the board of directors of the chamber of commerce and through that, that um, is really how I started learning more about what chambers do and and how it works uh, the, the the executive director there had been there 28 years uh, his secretary had been there uh, seven or eight years before him so a uh, lot, lot of longevity and what happened um, he He had some health problems, had a stroke, and he came to me and he said, "Hey, you know i am going to retire, and uh would you uh consider taking over and I said, "No, there is no way. Unfortunately, I know what you make. I'm on your board and he said, oh, we they'll come up with more 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 money if you'll if you'll consider it and I said, well, "I'll talk to him, but I really and truly don't want to be a chamber check. I just didn't think that was." I was my background in marketing and everything but it's you know uh, advertising was and i loved the newspaper work i was there eight years and anyway um uh, so i met with the search committee and and they they said well help us out take it for six months anyway and so reluctantly i said okay six months but y'all find somebody well that six months turned into six years Uh, (laughs) i found out i just really did love chamber work And, and we also run an industrial foundation we owned good bit of land we would build these little 100 by 100 spec buildings and sell it and and take the profit and build another one we just built a bukus of these little ten thousand square foot buildings and then some of the people expanded but that's how i got into industrial development did a i think a, a, a credible job there after six years uh palestine chamber was looking for somebody and they actually solicited me i did not apply there but they They come to me and they said, "Hey, you got you helped uh, Ennis get the Main Street program for revitalizing downtown, and we've tried twice and have failed both times. And so that's that was my charge when I first came to Palestine, was to get the Main Street designation for for that historic town, a beautiful town in East Texas, and." I uh, did. Uh, it was very successful. So used some of the things I'd learned in Ennis, some of the do's and don'ts, and and so Palestine. Uh, I was there for four years, and then uh, out of the blue, I owned a ranch between Palestine and Athens. And out of the blue, um, I get a call from a deputy controller. If you want, if you want to get into that part of it, uh, but that's
0: yeah. Who? I, uh, how did that? Uh, who was that, and how did that? happen out of the blue
1: oh, uh, of well, up. the way it happened out of the blue i actually i i uh had decided to to leave palestine uh, going through some uh a divorce basically and uh i had applied at the department let's see the texas department of economic development or yeah it may have been industrial development back then i'm trying to remember anyway i applied there and they say hey we don't have a job right now but we'll keep you in mind blah 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 and, and i said okay it wouldn't need a big hurry to move but um uh, so anyway, the economic development sales tax was coming down the pike and it, it was passing and uh, so they needed somebody with a background in economic development. They called over at the Department of Commerce and said, hey, we need somebody over here to, to run this program uh, and go around the state and explain how this economic development, new economic development sales tax is going to work. And they said, hey, we don't have anybody we can spare right now, but we had somebody just applied that you might want to talk to. And so I get this call and I can't remember the lady's name. I'm sorry. I, I, I should know that she wasn't there long after I joined the group, but she called me at the ranch. We talked for about 20 to 30 minutes. And she said, would you consider going to work for us? And I said, I don't know anything about the state controllers. I thought all y'all did was collect taxes and if you didn't pay them, you closed them down because actually Bullock's Raiders had closed some of my businesses down and, and, uh, and Ennis, uh, and I wouldn't be real crazy about the state controller's office, uh, you know, putting some of the people out of business. But, you know, they didn't pay their taxes. That's the way it goes. But anyway, so I said, no, I want to come and actually visit with you. And so I went to Austin and and after a face to face interview, then I decided to take the job. And um, Mr. Bullock, I remember he he talked to me and he says, oh, Newman, there's not going to. You know, he was a state controller back then. And he said, oh, there's not gonna be that many people gonna pass a tax on themselves to fund economic development. We need you to be a subject matter expert for hotel occupancy tax also. I said, okay, you know, they sent me all this training and, and that's kind of how I got into that. But, uh, but the economic development sales tax, uh, of course, back then it was 4A, which is industrial development. Was, as you know, from, from the many years of working with Senator Ratliff that wrote the original bill, uh, he'd never intended for it to end up like it did, but, but, uh, that was, that's another story. I mean, it's, uh, it was, it was fairly limited to small communities and people that weren't capped out like Dallas or whatever. Uh, it, it, it was a unique funding tool that, um, that the state allowed cities to do. And, you know, with, with, um, uh, uh, Abilene being the very first city uh, Gary Vest was a huge part of that he he pushed that through uh, or his his uh, his legislator did and it's um, they were the very first city that passed it so uh, what was so, city? Um,
0: yes. so, so you had you had um, in the late I think you were at the Comptroller's from 89 to 92 so you had uh, developed this reputation as the economic development sales tax guru expert (laughs) in in the state Um, so how did you transition I'm sure that that made you um, extremely attractive to the uh, the TDC once uh, Nancy left And the position was open. Talk about, tell everybody about how that all came to being. And then I want to talk to you a little bit more about uh, your time at at the TDC.
1: You know, the TDC. I, I had been a member for a number of years. Uh, I can't remember exactly when I did join. It was back when I was running the Ennis Chamber, I'm sure. So I'd been a member a long time, and I knew about TDC, but but really wasn't that active. I mean, I, I went to maybe one conference a year, and that was kind of all I could afford, being with a small chamber like that. But um, So Nancy and I knew each other. As she's a super, super uh, good friend and and she was taking the job at the southern industrial development council and sedc now and um, and i think that i don't know how how i got involved but i remember that i met with the search committee and i think they just felt like i had some unique uh contacts that that other kind of candidates didn't have that wanted that job, and mainly because I wanted all over the state, and I, I mean I was on the road all the time, uh, explaining to uh, communities uh, how you call election, how you uh, promote it. I had to be somewhat neutral. Uh, that's kind of hard for me to do when I think this is this is the greatest thing that ever happened. You know that that. Uh, it changed our state more than any any one uh, thing ever. But anyway, so I remember uh, interviewing before I guess it was the executive committee of of TDS the TIDC uh, that's what it was back then, and um, uh, I, and I remember the one person that voted against me, and that was Mario Hernandez, and I've teased him about this ever since. Uh, he was coming incoming chair, I think, or something, and he just didn't know me. And of course, San Antonio didn't have the excellent. Economic development sales tax and weren't eligible for it, so uh, you know that just really didn't seem like it was a good fit. But he, he like I said, he he said that he just didn't know me, and so uh, uh, the rest of the board kind of, you know, it was majority ruled, and and other than Mario voting against me, everybody else voted for me. I understand. So that's and through my contacts with all these uh, economic development, but um, by that time we probably had. Oh, God, what, uh, three years at State Controllers Office. We probably had 150 economic development corporations, and we had many, many of them that not only the exec uh, joined TDC, TIDC, um, but also the entire boards did. And so uh, that was, it made our, I I, I wish I could say, well, it's all me, you know, that we brought the membership from, you know, 300 to 800 uh, during my, uh, my run, but it was, it was those sales tax corporations. There were just so many out there that, um, that did that. And, and it was kind of what happened now. It was in a nutshell.
0: Well, Joe, you will forever be remembered. Uh, I mean when the history of the TDC is written, you know, your tireless efforts to travel around the state and help people, um, do the right things and and do the elections and, and be successful at the elections. Um, you know, I remember even before my time at the TDC, um, you know, your, your sort of legendary status, you and Bob Bearden, um, oh, yeah. the, the gurus of, uh, Hey, here's what you need to do to do the election. And then once you pass the election, here's what you need, need to do to set up, The EDCs Uh, tell tell our listeners a a little bit more about that Uh, because I think it's such an important it's a it's it's an important era in our organization.
1: Yeah, and I remember the first time I was invited to speak at TDC, and I believe it was in '89 in Abilene, and it was a point counterpoint, and that's that's what they call the entire program. It was people they found people to speak for and against something. Well. They had me come in and speak uh, on the on the positive aspects of the economic development sales tax. And they they um, uh, uh, invited a, a young attorney from, um, I guess he was at TM, TML at that time, later at the uh, attorney general's office, uh, Scott Joslup who now runs the hotel association, the lodging association in Austin. But back then he was just an attorney. And so he was supposed to tell us everything bad about the economic development sales tax. And so I got up there. I, I got to go first. I told him about all the great things you could do with it and how you could fund your economic development. And then he gets up there and he he kind of pauses and looks over at me and he says, Newman, you free spending bureaucrat. And that was, that was, and, and Scott and I have been friends ever since, but that was, uh, that was an interesting conference. And, so, but the the steps to 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 I saw so many elections fa- fail, and so I got to putting together a notebook on you know what's working and what's not, and uh, I actually you got um, uh, Bill Lysing and some others to found a fund because we didn't have any money uh, fund this notebook on the steps after I came over, came to um, TIDC uh, on how to whole su- successful election and gave samples of ads that worked so that's and we started promoting that and we we did up selling the book uh, it was about an inch and a half thick notebook that um, would take people step by step on everything how to hold election and how to set up the corporation how to select your directors uh, all those things uh you know the type a or the uh, 4a would back then was five members still is and seven members for the uh, and, and getting the right people in those positions, uh, it's so important to, to, to uh, uh, we, we see some abuses of people wanting to use the money for things that w- Senator Ratliff never, ever envisioned them doing, uh, but it happens. Uh, you know, I had a call just the other day of somebody wanting to fund a fire truck. I still, I still get calls that say, "Hey, is it legal for us to do this?" And I, you know, <laughs> I'm not an attorney. Don't, don't, don't put I, that uh, on me. I continue you this place, not. But. I, I took your
0: place on a lot of
1: those calls. You know? Oh yeah, I appreciate that. <laughs> it, we, uh, and it has, it has been that way. I mean, I'm, I'm so glad you're there because it just, I, I was doing so much free gratis. I mean, just going around and. Uh, after I left uh, TDC and went into banking for a while, I don't know where that is. Is that my phone. Anyway, um, so uh, I don't know where were we. <laughs> anyway, we got the got the book printed and and uh, sold a few of them and and really, it, it, I remember. Well, let's back up just a little bit. I was at the state controller's office and. Uh, and I was getting all the calls of what's legal, what's not, a lot of, you know, those kind of things, or how do you do this? And I get a call from the city manager uh, or assistant city manager, I can't remember, uh, in Arlington. He said, "Hey, we want to build George Bush a, a ball stadium." And I said, "There is no way, you know, for for a there's just no way to do that. I've never seen a bill go through the the legislature so fast at the end of the session of 1991 to create 4B." So that you could do parks and recreation and ball fields, and uh, you could do you know you know all the other things that four B's can do, but but that's what that's how four B was created or Type B was created was was Arlington, and they held a successful election, and you know the rest is history.
0: Well, it's a, a you know um, when you left in in December of ninety eight and. I came in um, shortly thereafter i mean there were still it was still during the era when there were still quite a few elections yeah. but uh, i have to tell you um you led the organization through this incredible time when the the number of edcs in the state i, I think you put it at you, you know when you uh, um, went from the comptrollers to the TDC. maybe there was 150. I think uh, at the time you you left the TEDC, there were probably uh, over 500 oh, yeah. uh, at, at that point in time, maybe even closer to 600. So um, a, a amazing time. And y- you know that I'm like you, I believe that the the creation of the economic development sales tax is is one of the the key um, issues w- w- one of the key things that has made texas so successful in economic development yeah
1: and and you know back then the state really didn't fund uh you know marketing trips or or you know uh doing anything else so that's really how the texas marketing team was created and we went around and 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 marketed texas and we said we'll fight over them after we get them here but let's let's all work together and just promote the state in general uh and so we hosted a lot of, of great uh events uh we we fly band in from austin uh duck soup band uh, they were just outstanding uh always drew a big crowd and it was fun times it really was and i uh i uh, you know missed it for a while but uh i after i left I, I you know as you know i went into banking for a while and ran the um uh, the houston office of um the capital certified development corporation and that was an interesting times too i found out that i was not a you know i just didn't like sitting at a desk crunching numbers and so uh, that's kind of how i ended up in, in bastrop just out of the blue uh, headhunter called me uh you know clo uh johnson and, um, and that's how I, I put my hat in the ring and, and got, uh, ended up in Bastrop, even though I told them I was only going to stay there a year or two, I'd get their programs up and running and get them some business that they wanted. And, but you know, I was not playing on staying and I was there 11 and a half years as, as their CEO. Well,
0: it, yeah, I mean, but, that's, a, that, that, that's such an amazing thing. You, you, um, you had this life in the chamber world. You went, and had this uh, stint at a, at a very critical time um, in, in state government, you had a stint in state government related to uh, this game-changing thing called the Economic Development Sales Tax, came over to TEDC, applied that expertise to your tenure here, and then went out and had a, what, another 15-year career in local economic development um that's uh that's it,
1: I've, had, I've had people ask me if i'm just just lucky or blessed or what i said a little bit of both i mean i i i'm a poor country boy from Ennis, texas i just never dreamed i would be hobnobbing with presidents and governors and all those kind of things i i remember uh an old chamber exec told me one time he says You'll never get rich doing this, but you will get to experience things that rich people do. You'll get invited to the the parties and the country clubs, and you know <laughs> and that is that is the absolutely that is still the truth to this day. You're, you know, if you're coming into this to get rich, you're in the wrong business. I made a, my even my kids. They said, "You know, you made more money when you were on the road and and selling and all this." I said, "Yeah, but I didn't enjoy it. I didn't that it, it didn't give me that that feeling that." It's, it, uh, uh, Art Roberts says it's the uncashable paycheck. It's the things that you you get to see and experience. And uh, I, yeah, I was having a, a breakfast just recently with a friend and I, I said, this is what I'm talking about. There's somebody walked through the door and they had a, uh, a logo on their shirt, it said DigTech. I helped bring that company to Bastrop, and I said that guy has a job because of me. I'm not going to tell him he is has a job because of me, but but if he's a local and and you know it makes me feel good that you know we created jobs, and that's that's the bottom line. It's you know you create jobs. It it uh, that's that's why the economic development sales tax was created. It was um, uh, it wasn't to you know it, it's kind of gotten off. Kelter every once in a while, but but uh, you know job creation is number one. It always has been.
0: Well, yeah. you know, I noticed just in your comments there that you're like uh, many of our fellow um, members and associates and friends in economic development. You really come at our world and our profession what I what I call from a do gooder's perspective that. That makes you feel good that you've been involved in growing communities and, and being around the fact and, and bringing in companies that that then uh, produce jobs. And, you know, I often say that, you know, other, apart from family, um, faith and friends, uh, a job is the most important thing a person can have.
1: Yeah really nothing happens without it it's just you've got to have the the jobs and so um and it's it's a challenge i mean we 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 compete against each other all the time but at the end of the day uh my, my new state rep i think i told you about him you know he wants to talk and work more regionally i said we already do that i mean we have the best southwest group here and and if i if i have a client come in and it doesn't fit us like i had someone that needed a rail we didn't have rail here so you know I, i'm glad to share with my colleagues in anywhere but especially in our in our immediate area because you know no one knows where the city limit sign is up here it's they, they you know surrounded by you know five cities and so uh, touch them all i can't expand anymore i can't go out and annex more land then because you know it's, it's we're landlocked but it has been a very interesting career and uh, as you know I retired and you came to my retirement by the way thank you
0: Joe um, <laughs> I went to your retirement uh party in in, in of course Elgin Texas Brilliant. but I knew you weren't gonna retire well, <laughs> you know, I I well, you know,
1: I, I kind of did. And and then I, you know, headhunter called me and said, Hey, can you come over here and fill in for us for a little bit until we find somebody? And I said, you know, not full time, but I mean just just you know, just two so I was, you know what last year was what four and a half months in no four months in Coppers Co. and four and a half months in Kerrville until we found, you know, two CEOs. And I enjoyed that. I really do. You come in, you're 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 kind of the you know, anybody 50 miles away from town that has a briefcase is an expert, uh, and and so it just it it's interesting. Uh, every community is different. Uh, I really uh, enjoyed some of that. I mean, you get to do some things because you're in the honeymoon period, kind of, uh, even though you're not going to be there long. And and that's that's how I ended up where I am today in, in Desoto. And the Desoto is a great little community. Uh, Dallas is on my northern border. Uh, Lancaster's on my eastern border, uh, Duncanville to my, and, and Cedar Hill to my uh, western, um, and you know I came up here and I said three month contract until they found somebody, and after three months was up they said you know we want you to stay and I said no no I've got I want to travel the world I've got places on my on my bucket list. And they said, how about we give you a bunch of vacation time? Yeah, that's okay. So that's kind of how I ended up in the in Soda permanently or with a three-year contract instead of a three-month contract. But uh, yeah, it's been enjoyable. It really has. I've I've learned. A, and wh- what I like about this business is it changes every day and I learn something new every day. I never, ever feel like I know everything. I just, I'll, I, I hope I never get that feeling uh, that, that you know i'm i'm something special I, I really have just been lucky and very very blessed
0: well uh, just you know just curious as to um you know what what you think a, a couple of couple of questions for you um where do you where, where do you think our business is going uh what what positives do you see what downfalls do you also see out there and you know from our standpoint at the TDC where do you think we fit in all that I
1: I think TDC is more important now than they've ever been I think this legislative session is going to uh, unfortunately all indication is not going to be a good session for us uh, it's we'll probably lose some some key things to help to make deals um but i guess the thing that surprises me is the people that consider themselves professional economic developers and yet they don't support the political action committee and the PAC is such an important part of what we have to do to to compete and not have bad things happen to us uh in the old days uh when i was running tedc you know we really had such strong utilities that supported us and we had uh even back then some of the big banks even had economic development departments i mean you remember that
0: just right it,
1: you just don't have that anymore you, you know it's you know you have one or two people at a major utility company it's it's usually not the huge staff uh and they used to sponsor everything in the world god oh, they were great to us uh they just uh that's really uh what has changed you know deregulation of utilities that was a, a big factor um that you inherited uh uh it's, it's so that so that's a challenge but but coming uh, coming up uh, there's nothing more important than preserving what we have and making sure that the legislature doesn't hurt us any more than they're going to and that's uh you know I, I take a reality check every once in a while and and um and, and realize that, that um, we need to do more and more, but unfortunately, uh, there are people that just either they you know, can't write that personal check or, or don't want to. Uh, if the organization paying for it, they're, most people are pretty generous, but it's when you're having to write that personal check to the political action committee, that stops a lot of people. Uh, i could get on my soapbox and preach on it all day long i'm probably not going to change anyone's mind on anything but uh you know i keep trying you know.
0: well you're you're absolutely right joe i mean um and, and we everybody in the tdc needs to um needs to be involved in the pack and i you know you having been um at the helm here when the pack was created I think you can look back and, and, uh, with pride in and, 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 uh, knowing that it's made such an impact. Um, it really, you know, it put us on the map at the Capitol and, um, and, and I, I, I wish people, more people knew how important of a milestone that was in our history and and as such, like you just said, um, I wish more people would would participate.
1: Yeah, uh, and like I said, I, I I I can wish and wish, but you know, people are do what they want to do and expect everyone else to kind of pick up the the tab for them, and that's that's great if until it quits working. And I'm afraid this year is going to be one of those years that we're going to look back and say, God, if we just you know just had a little more money and a little more time, we could have we could have. Maybe stopped some bad legislation. I'm not worried about the good legislation so much. It's the bad legislation that that scares me to death, and and how we could go from being, you know, the premier state to something that we're going to wish that hadn't happened. I, I'm not trying to be, you know, you know, say bad things. It just it's just a reality.
0: It's as
1: what I'm predicting is not going to be a good session, especially for tax abatements and things like
0: that the reality of the last couple of sessions has been, we have to fight for everything that we've built over the, over the last 20 years, 25 years. And, um, I mean, I don't, I don't see that changing. And, no. uh, I, I, I agree with you 100% percent, Joe, um, it's going to be a tough session and we need all hands on deck. So, uh, um, you know, thank you um, for for all that you do. And and by the way, uh, uh, just you mentioning that, get ready, we're going to need you down here next session.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, I think the last session is the first session I can remember that I wasn't called by either. You know, somebody a lot of times it's legislator will call me uh, out of the blue. You know, heard about me through some some other channel and will call me in to testify on a bill. And that's it's nice to be considered an expert, if you want, I always, I always hate that word, expert. I, I don't know if you ever heard me tell, when I speak about experts, you know, X is just a has-been, and a spurt is just a drip under pressure. So you know, <laughs> my, my, my ex-wife would probably agree with that expert definition.
0: Uh, well, um, as you know, uh, you know, the last, the last couple of sessions, what makes it, and to your point about, Um, you know, the, the scary part of this next session, you know, the last several sessions, all of the business that we've had to deal with in in the legislature has been on the house side. Um, I haven't testified on a Senate bill in, uh, in three sessions because we had a pro economic development speaker and the speaker was able to uh, take care of our issues or help us take care of our issues on the house side um, and in and, and we were able to get our work done or stop bad bills from happening really just working with one uh, of one house of the legislature uh now not knowing who the speaker is going to be uh i think to your point makes it a little bit scary uh for the 2019 session
1: yeah it really does and and even though uh my old friend Bob Bullock wasn't wasn't uh, you know pro economic development all the time. He he certainly ruled that that uh, when he when he became uh, a lieutenant governor, he he was um, he could he could make bills show up or make them go away real easy. Uh, when I left, when I left, and and he gave me one of these huge gavels that's on the mantle at my home in Bastrop. By the way, I still have a home in Bastrop, uh, and uh, he he just teased me about you know how he never thought that people would ever pass a tax on themselves to fund economic development. He just he just he missed that one big time. He just you
0: know, but well, we we uh, you and I share uh, having worked for Bullock um, a unique individual um someone who loves loved the oh, state of texas
1: he he never stopped a speech that he didn't god bless texas and,
0: yep. uh, and uh, if there i mean it, it it is it is so appropriate that, that the state history museum is mm-hmm. named after him yeah. um just wish we had more public servants like bob bullock
1: yeah he was he was a character i didn't know him back in his drinking days but he was uh, uh I, I have a very very close friend that was his executive secretary and she she knew him back then so that was uh he and of course uh, uh and richard that was another one that, that those two were real characters and
0: and just yes. Yes, and i was i was blessed to have worked for her as well so um uh, um, but you know, that, that was kind of the end of an era, yep. um, at that, at that particular juncture, uh, in our history. So, yep. uh, well, Joe, thank you so much for, uh, your time today. Um, always love talking to you. Uh, I think there's probably more ground to cover at some point in time, but. We got this one on the books.
1: Great. And I, I urge everyone to come to TDC's meeting in Fort Worth. I will be there. Uh, I am speaking on Thursday night. I hate missing the pack auction. I really do, but I, I, I tried every way in the world to get out, out of speaking at a, at a meeting and, but I will be leaving early on Thursday. But, uh, anyway, uh, I look forward to seeing everyone there. Uh, please come support the pack. What else can I say?
0: Well, uh, I, th- I think that's uh, that's plenty, and and again, I appreciate you taking the time today, um, and look, f- if I don't see you uh, before, uh, I'll see you at the annual conference in Fort Worth. Thanks no. again, Joe. Thank appreciate you.
1: It. Appreciate it. Bye-bye.
0: Bye-bye.